Welcome to the Second Success Podcast by Dr. Rakesh Rana, the Clear Coach. Getting clear on the mindset for repeatable success. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Second Success Podcast with me, Dr. Rakesh Rana, the Clear Coach. Before I start, a correction. On last week's episode, I left you all with a speech from a movie. I mentioned that it was from 1975. That was incorrect. It was from 1976, from a movie called Network. I'll try to be a bit more careful going forwards. Today I'll be joined by my friend and TV and film actress, Eloise Lovell Anderson. Before we get to hear from Eloise, I want to talk about age and success. There are so many people I speak to who are in their 20s, 30s, 40s and beyond, who are still struggling to find their direction in life, their passion, their need for living. There are those that have been working for years and don't seem to be as successful as they would like. The one thing common among them all is some sort of rush to accomplish. I always tell them the story of Ray Kroc, who only came up with McDonald's at the age of 52. Up until that point, he'd been a travelling salesman, trying his hand at a variety of things to be successful. I tell my clients to enjoy the process, to enjoy the journey that they're on, and the point when the goal comes, their success comes, that's when they can celebrate it with all the intense purpose that it needs to. Too often in this world of immediacy, people are expecting success straight away. People have forgotten that success takes hard work and takes time. And for that reason, I must mention something from this week. Joe Biden is president-elect of the United States of America at the age of 78. Wow, what an achievement. Instead of using Ray Kroc going forward, I may have to use the story of Joe Biden to show that age is just a number and that life's real success comes from enjoying it. So today's guest I met a few years ago and we've been friends since. I've really admired her journey in TV and film, and today we can hear from her firsthand. Eloise started modelling from a young age, but got put on the map of modelling after shooting for British Vogue after her move to New York. Other modelling career highlights have included covers for Italian and Brazilian Vogue, self-service magazine, editorials for V Magazine, French Playboy, and the Daily Telegraph, including campaigns for Just Cavalli, Gossard, All Saints and John Richmond. She's had success as a catwalk model too, working for Christopher Kane, John Richmond, Jeremy Scott, amongst others. Eloise then turned her hand to acting, and had her break being cast in The Royals on E, and played alongside her twin sister as Ramona in the Fox TV series The Bastard Executioner. She can currently be seen playing Ricky in Villain, starring alongside Craig Fairbrass on Netflix USA, Amazon and Sky. So let's hear Eloise talk about her second success. Welcome, Eloise, to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's great to have you on the Second Success podcast. And uh, I've mentioned this before, uh, people I'm having on are people who have inspired me in some way, I find an inspiration, but also have had success in an area of their life and now possibly working on their second success. And something that I want you to talk about is really how you initially got into your successful modelling career. Yeah, so it was something that, funnily enough, I didn't really... Um, to start off with, I always wanted to act and I was really grateful. Um, so I was, I was involved in a dance drama group and we always performed on stages, performed in the West End. So performance was always something that ran really strong in me from a young age. But then I think by the time I was there, I was five foot nine this height already and so a lot of people were like oh they should yeah I've got a twin sister and, and I think we got a lot of attention like people saying oh we should get into modeling and stuff like that so it's something I 
I kind of fell into, for want for a better word, it's just like I got scouted by um, an agency in London and that's how it all started, you know. Um, so what did you enjoy about it? Oh, I loved, it, it was fun to, you know, I didn't really know anything about that world and it was, I like the creative side of it, you know, I loved the, at the time all the fashion and just the whole industry it's funny thinking back to it now because I'm so I'm so in the acting world now that it's it's yeah it's kind of cool to think back to it but I like the pace of it you know it was there was always a lot happening you had to um, castings all the time and it was just fun because you know it was all new and I hadn't you know I'd never been to really been to London that much before so it was just it was all of it I think I loved yeah so what's the mindset that you need to be successful in that field just have to be absolutely relentless I think I've always had a strong drive and it's something that I've applied to everything I do so I don't really do things half-heartedly and I remember actually a booker once saying to me you know Eloise you want things too much sometimes you need to chill out <laughs> and I just thought um that's never gonna happen <laughs> and it never has so uh, balance is a good thing to to have okay. but I yeah I think you've got to back yourself I mean there's a lot of you've got to listen to your own voice um mm-hmm. at the end of the day if you really want to do something there's always going to be people sort of with other different opinions perhaps or their own experiences but you've just got to if it's if you really feel like it's in you to do it, you have to back yourself no matter what, and that's the principle I apply to everything I do. In a way, going back to it, so the fact that you fell into it and you didn't, let's say, you know, it wasn't a case of really not for this to sound bad in any way whatsoever. That you, you know, it wasn't that you worked hard to get into, but rather fell into it. Where did the drive come from to be relentless, though? Where where does that come from? Is that from an earlier age? Yeah, that came from an early age. I think it's the fact that I'd always been in sports. So I was really good, good at athletics um, and dancing. And even with, you know, I used to do whatever festival was going on, put myself in it. So I did, um, you know, speech and drama. So we had these, you know, these festivals where you stand up and you recite a poem or, you know, even biblical text. I remember reciting huge chunks of text when I was probably about seven eight years old I went to a great school I was lucky I had great teachers I think they just instilled at at an early age some great mindset principles I've had to build on them but certainly the seeds were sown early on because I loved competing you know and I think it comes from from winning in athletics and stuff that really I love that feeling so it's something that I never lost and I always so when I was in modelling, it was a bit of a strange one because modelling isn't, it's, um yeah, it's obviously a bit different because it's not something that's so, sometimes that tangible, you know, it's kind of based on if it's, yeah, quite subjective. If someone likes your look, then you happen to get the job. But within that, there are things you can work on. So even with that, I remember my agency at the time saying, oh, you're not ready to go to New York, you know, and I really wanted to go because I thought I could do all the big editorials. And they were like, no, 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 take some time. But I decided myself to just go out there anyway. I think I knocked on about several agents' doors and they all said no. And then I <laughs> I still wasn't deterred. I went back again within a month and then Ford took me on and then I was shooting Italian, um, British Vogue and then the rest in that sense was history. So so I had that thing. Like I, I think I always had that thing where I was like, I had to feel like I was doing everything I could do to be successful. The resilience that you've shown and one thing I've seen and a common theme in some of the people I've been interviewing is uh, they all did sports. They were very competitive from a very young age and that has definitely played an important part 
in building up that resilience, that mentality to excel at what they do. And it's definitely something you've exhibited as well. Yeah, I love it. I always think in another life I'd be an Olympic athlete or in the CrossFit Games or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always, there's always a chance. So, I mean, that brings us to where you then entered into the next phase of your life and what we're considering the second success and that's in uh, acting tv and film you know before we go on to some of the details i guess in, in what you've done and uh, something that i mentioned uh, as i introduced you what was the mindset switch that was needed to get into filming and acting i took quite I, it's funny you say that i took quite a break so it wasn't an obvious I dropped modeling because I just wanted a bit of time to explore other things in my life. Um, I was still doing really well in it. So it was a bit of a controversial decision at the time, but I just felt like I'd always had a dream to act always. It's just something I couldn't explain. It's just always been there. I think the mindset was just to go for it. It wasn't, it was more, do you know what I mean? It wasn't really a mindset. It was more a feeling because it just hurt not to do it. I remember going to the cinema once and I sat there and I actually felt pain. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I need to do this because it hurt. It actually was uncomfortable to sit there and just, it sounds really silly because I don't do that now. I really enjoy going to the cinema and watching <laughs> other, other things. But at that time, because I wasn't putting any energy into it, it was hurting me. So that's when I knew I had to do whatever I could to make it happen. So again, the, your resilience coming in. I would say it's resilient. Yeah, it is. It is. And just the will. I always think if you've got will to do something, that's that's 50% of the way, you know, if you've got the, the will, you definitely should act on it. And, and no pun intended there, I guess. Literally. <laughs> What, uh, what, 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 you know, and we hear the stories, uh, castings, getting knockbacks. How do you counter that? How do you counter for every one success, the numerous setbacks that you must have to face. It's That must go beyond resilience. It does. Um, I think, again, taking it back to sports. So I started learning to fight. I have a background in martial arts. And that's really, it's such a metaphor for life that no matter how many knocks you, you take, you get back up. So it doesn't matter. And you can apply that to anything. It doesn't matter. And, and it teaches you to be really resourceful. I always see everything as feedback. And I kind of like it. I used to not enjoy it when I started acting you know if I got if I got knocked back or things just didn't go how I I wanted it to go or I didn't get cast in something I just saw it as feedback so instead of getting down I always see it as what can I do better mm. so what does that in how can I grow now to be 10 times better the next time and that's what it's teaching me you know I still do it as well I still every day you've just got to go at it. Is that something that you've had to learn or something that you've developed or do you think you had that from the offset? No I think I've had to learn that to the degree that I have it I definitely think that's something I guess it was trained in but it wasn't in an obvious way I was used to going things going my way um so when when it doesn't that's definitely something I've had to to learn how to pick myself back up for sure. For me, it's amazing to hear because, you know, you're in the art space. I speak to people in business. You know, the analogies and the similarities and the themes that we have are exactly the same. It's about overcoming adversity, dealing with the knockbacks, the challenges, growing that resilience. It's, uh, it is, it's, it's the mindset for success. It is about accepting that failure is not the final thing and it's learning from failure uh, and moving forward. Tell me, out of your highlights, you've done TV, you've done movies, and most recently you had a release over 
the summer months villain with uh, Craig Fabros. Tell me, what's been your favourite moment? I was on a TV series called The Bastard Executioner, and I remember that was a great group of um, people. We, we got on so well. I think we were filming that for quite a few months, so we bonded really well. And I remember one day we'd be shooting this really long scene, and it was dragging on a bit. And then the, it was, but it was a beautiful, it was in the summer, it was an amazing summer's night, and then the moon. It was a special kind of moon. I can't remember. Don't quote me on this one. I want to say like the harvest moon or something, but it probably isn't. So I had like this uh, crazy effect to it. And, we, and I was just there doing what I love. And we all looked up and we were like, yeah, this is really magical. I guess with that one, you also had the opportunity to act with your uh, sister as well. What was that experience like? Yeah, that's super cool. I mean, it's great to act with your best friend. It's it's so nice to have that dynamic as well because, you know, we, we're very really individual, um, even though we're twins. Like, you know, we're good at just getting on with our own stuff. But it's so fun. Like, I remember we were having sort of like mini little raves in our, in our trailer because we have the same taste in music. I mean, Sophie DJs as well. So she's got, for me, great taste in music. <laughs> So she was kind of like, we were had one night, I think it was after that night, we had a few drinks with all the actors and stuff and the crew. And yeah, we were just like having a little party in our room and it was just so much fun, you know? So that's the other thing, I guess. It's uh, you're working hard, but remembering to enjoy yourselves as well at the same time. A hundred percent. It's really important to celebrate the wins as well and, and remember to have a good time. You know, balance is something I have struggled with in my life because... I can go quite. I can go at things quite uh, intensely, and it's good to sometimes remember to just yeah in, enjoy enjoy life. So that brings us to now. So what what, what are your plans for the future then? What, what's happening next? So I have an action film that I'm going to be working on. Just waiting for the dates to solidify for that, because obviously you know in this time things have been a little bit. Things can change around a lot. And then I actually decided to, I've had this idea for a while, but I've had, um, I started to write in this time. I think lockdown was so frustrating for so many of us. I had this idea to write, to write a screenplay, but I hadn't, I shelved it for four years. And then I just decided to do it. And now that's a process. I'm not, you know, obviously it'd be great to make something of that, but right now I'm just loving the process of, of writing and, and doing that. So that's something I definitely want to develop. And then auditions it's all the industry is kicking off again so auditions are coming in so yeah just grafting hard i was going to say the the, uh, the old adage that there's a book in us all and i guess if not a book definitely a script and i've also got uh, i was meant to say there's a film screw job i'll share i'll share that with you when that that's in post-production at the moment and i played a wrestler that's my kind of movie action so uh, something i'll be looking forward to but it's great because it's kind of it's not just Action for action's sake, There's, that one is very, I loved it because it's so character driven and um, it's quite gritty. Uh, it's a working class story. Yeah, it's, it was a lot of fun to do, you know, and it, it had a lot of depth to it. So I'm really excited about that one. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. So one thing I love asking my uh, uh, guests uh, on the podcast, Eloise, is what is it that you want to be remembered for? Wow. Um, what a question. I, I, I would definitely like to inspire people to live their dream, that it's possible no matter what, you know. Um, and I love, you know, for me, like it's something that I love to embody is this kind of warrior archetype. Funny enough, my name I discovered <laughs> means means that in certain languages. I believe German <laughs> is one of them. So Eloise means um, famous warrior without sounding completely cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would yeah I like everyone to find the warrior within 
um because I know I've certainly needed to at times in my life and and it it's super empowering so I would definitely like to inspire people to do that I I, I said to you you know I bring people on here who have inspired me and you've definitely done that and I'm I'm hoping just listening to you people will listen back and be inspired by this as well just through your journey and understand what it takes to be a success the adversity the resilience having that competitive edge and uh, and most importantly enjoying it while you're doing it as well yeah and I think I think it's so important for anyone in this time particularly because I know everyone's it seems to be you know it is a time of challenge we're all having to dig deep but I do believe these times can honestly make you that if you just hold that vision strong and you just do the small things you can do every day to buy into that future reality more than perhaps what the environment is firing and wiring because it's so tempting to to go with that and, and feel like things are a bit all over the place and at a loss. But I think it's also an opportunity to think, well, what if it's not? What if what if this is teaching me and, and how can I grow and therefore come out better than ever? Because you never know. I think sometimes we just expect things to go a certain way. But if mm-hmm. they don't, it doesn't mean that, that that it can't be better than that, how it's meant to go. We just have to have an open mind. I totally agree. I think people generally let a lot of external factors have a huge impact on them and allow them to control their emotions when really the focus needs to be on what we can control. When we really focus on it, there's a lot of things we can control. And I think if we focus on those and and really work on those, we can really achieve a lot. Eloise, I really want to thank you for coming on and talking and talking about your journey. I, for one, have found it fascinating. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks, Eloise. Bye. That was actress Eloise Lavelle Anderson. Always a pleasure to chat with And if you haven't already, catch her in her latest release, Villain, a very enjoyable, gritty UK crime thriller. Resilience, drive and enjoyment were the key attributes that have hugely contributed to Eloise's success to date. Enjoyment, having fun, so important, I think. When I work with my coaching clients, one of the things we focus on is to enjoy the process and to remember to celebrate the wins. I've heard plenty of people say that fun is for kids and that they don't have time for fun. Well, here are the science-backed reasons why we should all have fun. Number one, fun is great for our mental health. With the global pandemic still giving us all cause for concern right now, mental health has impacted so many with increased stress levels across the board. So start figuring out ways to bring fun into your day, whether that's through games, exercise, or socially distanced play. It's been shown that people who laugh more tend to have less negative emotion. Number two, fun is great for energy. We all know how stress can literally drain us. Stress plays havoc with our hormones, which in turn leads to all sorts of physical ailments, compounding our stress. So it's important to have fun to keep these hormones in check. By having fun and consistent recreational exercise, we can reduce our stress levels and be invigorated with a boost of vitality. And number three, fun makes us smarter. Studies have shown that we can improve our memory and concentration by having fun. And one long-term study in the UK has shown that reading for fun improves our language skills and how well we can do in maths as well. Fun activities that introduce us to new ideas and concepts help and promote self-directed learning. The rewards we can then gain from these may well be greater than the obvious benefits. So, having fun, celebrating your wins is just one attribute that can be key to your success. And fun is something that I've started to include in all I do. Whereas before I might have thought that fun is something that we should leave till later, once a task is accomplished, the more I speak with successful people, the more I realise they include fun in all they do. So that's what I'll try and do from now on. It aptly reminds me of a lovely quote by George Bernard Shaw. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing.
This has been episode three of the Second Success Podcast with guest Eloise Lavelle Anderson. Please be sure to follow and subscribe so as not to miss chats with my upcoming guests, as well as my own insights into being successful in life. And with that, I want to leave you with this little speech from a film called The Guardian. When the heck did we get old? Hell, I've always been old, Ben. You know what, though? I don't mind. I mean, if my muscles ache, it's because I've used them. It's hard for me to walk up them steps now. It's because I walked up them every night to lay next to a man who loved me. I got a few wrinkles here and there, but I've laid under thousands of skies on sunny days. Yeah. I look and feel this way. Well, because I drank and I smoked, I lived and I loved and danced, sang, sweat and screwed my way through a pretty damn good life. Yes, me. Getting old ain't bad, man. Getting old, that's earned. I'm Dr. Rakesh Rana, The Clear Coach. Thank you for listening.